0: Hello, and welcome to the With Flow podcast, a weekly show for purpose-driven, high achievers who are ready to ditch the hustle. I'm your host, Laura, from Business With Flow, cyclical business mentor and systems and planning queen. My mission is to empower you to run your business and your launches without the burnout. In this podcast, we'll be chatting all things cycle syncing, intuition, and doing business your way combined with some of the more practical aspects, like systems and planning and tech. So let's jump into this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to episode 102 of the Withflow podcast. Now, in the last couple of months, AI, artificial intelligence, and ChatGPT in particular, has really exploded. And the Things that we are starting to be able to automate or get AI tools to do in our business these days is getting really freaking cool. And when you know how to use it properly and wisely, you can really use it to automate a lot of things in your business, save you a lot of time and energy, allowing you to focus on the things that you really need to. So in today's episode, I wanted to talk about how I've been experimenting with AI and ChatGPT in my business and ways that you might like to experiment with it as well. Now, full disclaimer, I am by no means an expert on this. I just wanted to share my experience and what I have been learning along the way. Now, the key thing that I am learning or have learned is that you are pretty much only limited by your imagination when it comes to how you can use AI in your business. Your ability to give really clear, concise, specific instructions or to ask questions, the better that you can be at that, the better result you're going to get when it comes to AI. So before we dive into it, what exactly is AI or chat GPT? Just so that we're all on the same page. So AI, artificial intelligence, is the simulation of human intelligence in machines that are programmed to think and make decisions like humans. Tools like ChatGPT or Google Bard are specific models of AI that use natural language to generate human-like text-based responses to given questions or prompts. Basically, they work by analysing patterns in data and using these patterns to make predictions or generate new content. And yes, I did get that paragraph and that definition by asking uh, the Notion Ask AI tool to get me a description and an explanation of what is AI and ChatGPT. Now, you don't have to use ChatGPT itself in particular. What you will be seeing is that a lot of tools are now starting to integrate with it and other types of AI tools. So you'll find that the tools that you're already using in your business have AI functions built into it. Um, Notion, as I mentioned, that's the project management system that I use in my business to manage all my projects, my tasks, my podcast episodes, all of those things. That has an Ask AI function in it that works off ChatGPT. Tools like Canva, um, which I'm pretty sure everyone out there will be using, you will have seen they've rolled out a lot of AI functions recently. Canva Docs has the magic write, you've got magic draw where you can give it instructions of the type of image that you want, and it will create it for you. Uh, Magic arrays and other really cool magic editing tools so that you can fix up or change images that you've already got. Canva really has jumped on the AI bandwagon lately, and it is pretty cool to see some of the things they're rolling out. Other tools, if you've ever used otter.ai to transcribe audio files or video files, That's built off AI. The tool that I use to record this podcast, Descript, I record into Descript, or for guest episodes, I can import the audio files. It transcribes it all similar to the way that Otter does. And then when I go to edit it, rather than editing the audio file, all I have to do is select parts in the transcript that I want to delete or move or change around and do it using the text like you would in a Word document. Copy, cut, paste, whatever as opposed to editing the audio. And can I tell you, it has been a game changer. It makes creating these podcast episodes so much quicker. Now, there are lots and lots of different examples out there. That's just a handful of examples of where I have seen it come through in tools that I'm already using. So why would we want to use AI? Well, I think the most obvious one is that it's going to save you time and energy. AI can help by taking a lot of the groundwork or the grunt work out of doing things. It can automate some tasks. It can go and do research for you. It can help when you might be feeling stuck with content ideas. You can put a prompt in and say, please brainstorm 10 ideas for content on this particular topic for this particular audience. You can use it to write social media captions and that kind of thing you're not great with graphic design, then you can just go into Canva and say, I want an image like this, and it's going to create it for you. So learning to use AI, although it might be a bit of a learning curve to start with, it really is something that's going to help you automate the things that you don't need to do, do some of that legwork, and allow you to save your time and energy for the things that you need to be focusing on. So, ways that you can use it in your business. I already mentioned a couple just before, but as I said, you can brainstorm content topics based on specific keywords and things like that for your blogs or your podcasts. You can ask it to write social media captions. You can use it to draft blog posts or talking points for podcasts. I used it quite heavily as I was organizing and drafting up what I wanted to talk about in this episode because. I don't need to be going and Googling what is AI and how does it work. I just use Notion and the Ask AI function in there to pull that in for me. You can obviously use it to create graphics and images. You can use it to compile research. So for example, if you wanted to compile a list of quotes that you could use on Instagram, you could ask it to do that and go away and pull you back a list of 10 quotes on a particular topic from people that it found on the internet. You could ask it to research a list of tools. So a few episodes back, we were talking about researching and working out what tech tools you need in your business. You could compile a list of what you need and then ask AI to go out there and research and bring you back a list of tools that has these functions or does these kind of things and then give you a comparison of the features. So you don't have to go Googling it. It can do the legwork for you. I've mentioned transcribing Ossidot AI Descript for this podcast. Some of the cool things that Notion have built in to their Ask AI is being able to wordsmith content. So you can give it a paragraph and, and ask it to simplify it or change the tone of what you've written. You can use it to draft emails for your launch or your funnel or your email <laughs> newsletters. You could ask it to write sales page copy for a product or a course or a service that you offer. Copy.ai is a really good example of a tool that is using AI specifically for copy. There are, of course, others out there. I haven't played with Copy.ai, but I know it's one that I have seen that's quite popular. So there are so many different things that you could do with it. And as I said, I have just dipped my toe in. I'm by no means an expert. But these are some of the ways I've been experimenting with it in my business. So as I said, I write up talking points for every episode of the podcast before I record it. I'm stuck for content ideas. I can ask it to bring me back a handful of content ideas on a specific topic and see which one I kind of think feels interesting or engaging or I'd actually want to talk about. Um, I'm using it to take the transcript of what I've recorded and then turn that into a blog post format so I can add that to the show notes when they go on my website. Researching content ideas. As I said, for this episode, I asked it to bring back and do a lot of research on what is AI, how can we use it in our business, so that I was getting more than just my own specific experimentation and what I found so far. Now, I do want to note that it's a starting point. It is not perfect. Um, It's not always going to come back with the right answers or something that is useful. The key to getting really good results with it is being able to write very clear, very concise, very specific instructions about what you want it to do. And the more detailed and the more specific you are, the better result you're going to get. The less context you provide, the more generic the response is going to be. So when I was brainstorming and planning out this episode, I asked it for a list of examples of ways you could use it in your business. I then asked it to give me a list of benefits to using it in your business. The second time round, it just kept spitting out what it had the first time round of ways that you could use it, which is not a benefit. A benefit is the saving of the time and the energy. So I didn't find it particularly useful in that. So it's just good to note that it's not going to be perfect, it is just a starting point. It's just something to help you do some of that groundwork. Now, of course, it can only be as correct as the content and the information it can find on the internet. And we know that the internet is not always 100% correct. You've probably seen this meme going around on social media, but there is um, someone who asks, I think it's Alexa, Siri, one of those, who has scored the most goals in international soccer. And it keeps responding with the answer of being, I think it's Cristiano Ronaldo. Sorry if I'm wrong. But anyway, he is the leading goal scorer in men's international football. However, the person who has scored the most goals in international football of all players is actually a woman by the name of Christine Sinclair. So please don't always take what it is giving you as gospel you need to use your own thought processes and fact check things just to make sure that it is accurate so when it comes to using ai in your biz is it going to replace writers or graphic designers or any of those kind of jobs or roles or people that you might hire in your business and we did talk about this last week in an episode with lindy It might take away some of that initial research or that hard work. But only you can offer your own experience, your own insights, your own creativity. AI is never going to be able to replace your expertise and your experience. So yes, you can use it as a starting point. As I said, you can use it to automate some things, do some of the legwork for you. But no matter what you do, there is always going to be a need for your experience your expertise because nothing is ever set in concrete some of the advice that I might give to one of my clients could be very different to one of my other clients depending on where they're at in business what they're trying to achieve the type of business that they have the tools that they use all of those things And AI is never going to be able to replace that so yes it's a great way of saving time and energy as I've said probably a hundred times now but it is never going to replace the need for skills and experience and expertise and probably one of the biggest questions out there do you have to use it the answer is absolutely not if you don't want to use chat gpt or ai tools in your business then you don't have to however if you're like me and you like to play and you like to experiment and you like to see what these cool fun new things can do then go for it but if it's not your thing you're definitely not missing So that is my very quick roundup of how I have been experimenting with AI in my business. As I said, the key to it really is being able to give really clear, concise, specific instructions about what you want so that you get a quality result, whether you're using it to write things or create images in Canva or whatever tools it might be that you're using. You really are only limited. By your imagination and by your creativity. And the better that you can get at asking the right questions and giving it the right instructions and prompts, the better result that is going to be. For me, it's very much still a fun experiment that I'm having, looking at ways that I can save a little bit more time or a little bit more energy, or maybe use it to do things that I'm not currently doing in my business because I don't want to invest my time or my energy into that, or I don't want to pay someone else to do it for me. So I hope that you found that useful. If you have been experimenting or playing with ChatGPT and you've got some other insights, let me know. I'm always interested to hear how people are using it, what fun things they've been doing or ways that they've been managing to save a lot of time and energy in their business. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Until next week, bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the With Flow podcast. If you've found yourself nodding along and thinking, yes, this is the kind of business I want, but I have no idea where to start or how on earth to get there, I invite you to check out my one-on-one mentoring program. This program focuses on supporting you to create a more sustainable business through my three key pillars, cycle alignment and working with your body's energy, strategy and planning, and systems and tech so that you can create the success you want in your business without having to hustle or burn yourself out. You can find out more and sign up for a free 45-minute business review at businesswithflow.com forward slash mentoring.